Singers and Diane Peters welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Matthew chapter 22, moving on to verses 34 through 40. So far, in this verbal clash between Jesus and the religious rulers, we have seen the Herodians attempting to trap Jesus with a question on taxes, the Sadducees with a question concerning the resurrection. Both parties failed. Now, in today's verses, we see the Pharisees bringing a question to Jesus, and it has to do with the greatest commandment in the law. The Pharisees, just like the other two groups, were out to try to trap Jesus, and so their representative, a lawyer, posed a very interesting question. Here now are verses 34 through 40, and Matthew writes, When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had routed the Sadducees with his reply, they thought up a fresh question of their own to ask him. One of them, a lawyer, spoke up, Sir, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second most important is similar to love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. All the other commandments and the demands of the prophets stem from these two laws and are fulfilled if you obey them. Keep only these and you will find that you are obeying all the others.
These two commandments summarized the entire Mosaic law. The answer of Jesus was so obviously accurate that if the Pharisees had been honest with themselves, they would have admitted that they could not be saved by their keeping of the law. They also needed a Savior. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Some of Jesus' greatest and most profound words come in response to questions from religious leaders who wanted to trap him. I've focused on a number of these in recent What's New programs. I come to another today. In his responses, Jesus was always true to divine revelation. And at the same time, his response condemned the questioner's conduct. This was most frustrating to his opponents. Of course, it's a fact that those who tried to trap Jesus in order to have him killed were not looking for truth. And when they got it from Jesus, it always reflected on them. The Bible is so very contemporary. I listened to a man on radio a few days ago who delights in trying to make the truth in the Bible appear ridiculous. He doesn't realize that he's making a fool of himself. Most people listening to him most quickly realize that he isn't interested in truth at all. He is interested only in trapping people who believe it. On the last What's New program, I focused on Jesus' creative encounter with the Sadducees over the resurrection. Now, hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with a question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Matthew 22, 34-36. The Pharisees settled on a theologian and a legal expert to interrogate Jesus and to trap him. The Jews had determined that there were 613 commandments, and there was a constant debate about which was the most important. So they ranked the commandments. This question of this legal expert then was a hotly debated one, one on which the Jews themselves couldn't agree. Which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Jesus expertly gave a summary of the Ten Commandments, which together form the Decalogue. Actually, neither of the two Jesus suggested is found in the Ten, the Decalogue recorded by Moses in Exodus 20. The first, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, isn't found until Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself, isn't found until Leviticus 19, 18. By the first one, Jesus summarized the first tablet of the law, which primarily focused on God. And by his second, love the neighbor as yourself, he summarized the second tablet, which primarily focused on man. This was an answer with which the expert and the rest of the Pharisees couldn't disagree. 
the whole Old Testament amplified on these two points. Love your God and love the people who are created in the image of God. Now, Matthew doesn't continue with this incident, but Mark does. In chapter 12, 32 to 34, there is a sequel. Mark writes that this expert in the law was impressed, maybe even more than impressed. Hearing Jesus' masterful answer to this question, this legal authority replied, Well said, teacher. You're right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart and with all your understanding and all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. That's Mark chapter 12, 32 to 33. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to them, You are not far from the kingdom of God. This legal expert made a very bold statement that love for God and man is more important than offerings and sacrifices. And Jesus saw the man's heart, and he placed emphasis on the words not far, which he placed first in his reply. Not far you are from the kingdom of God. This man was open to truth, and he had a spiritual honesty and sensitivity which brought him close to God's kingdom, that is, God's spiritual rule. Whether this man ever took that further step of faith and related personally to the Lord isn't stated. It would have been a tragedy if he didn't. He came so close. I feel that way about a friend of ours. She is so close to believing in Christ with a saving faith, but that final step of faith is required. Well, Jesus had so effectively answered all his critics that Mark informs his readers that from then on no one dared to ask him any more questions. All the opponents' attempts to discredit Jesus and to trap him had only exposed their hostile motives and exposed their own errors. Better not get into any further debate with Jesus. Perhaps the Pharisees didn't want to take a chance on any more of their experts agreeing with the Lord and coming to see him as he really is and coming to acknowledge the truth of his messiahship and lordship. This Pharisee had an open mind. He was open to truth, and that's the key. Anyone who is open to truth when he comes into contact with the person who is the truth, will receive it. The tragedy is that sin has effectively closed man's mind to truth. Once truth is allowed to filter in, we humans will be affected by it and will be changed. The Renewal Singers have a song that is one of my favorites. It's called, Then Will the Very Rocks Cry Out. Jesus spoke those words recorded in Luke in 19 verse 40. If the disciples are forced to keep quiet about truth, then, Jesus said, the stones will cry out. Truth will be heard, and when man opens himself to it, he will be changed. Here are the singers. If we keep our voices silent, all creation will rise and shout. 
of Creative Encounters. Remaining address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.